Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Jump right in. So last time we were together, we ended with the scripture, uh, John 10 and 27, where Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And so today's topic is sheep and shepherds, sheep and shepherds. So throughout the Bible, we find many references to sheep. Sheep were often used as a sacrificial animals as well as the primary source of income in ancient Middle Eastern cultures. Although sheep were a major source of income in those agricultural societies, Shepherding sheep was one of the lowliest occupations. In fact, it was the wealthy landowners who sought out the boys and the men they felt were unqualified for the more respectable jobs for that of tending sheep. And so sheep are also used symbolically to represent God's people. In Matthew 25 and 32, it says, and before him, shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. The Bible even refers to Jesus as the Lamb of God. John one twenty nine says, The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saying, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And then in 1 Peter 1 and 19, it says, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. And so Jesus describes this relationship with us in John 10, 14. He says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. So Christ identifying himself as a shepherd demonstrates his meekness and emphasized the fact that he came for and even came for even the lowliest of the low. In Matthew 11:29 he says, "Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls." Shepherds made many sacrifices to ensure their flocks were protected, and they knew it was their livelihood that was at stake. And Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice for us because he loved us so much. He died on the cross so we could live forever with him. And therefore, God compares us to sheep in the Bible because he views us as priceless priceless. And so a few more things about this whole sheep and shepherd thing. Um, God first compared the Israelites to sheep and later applied that label to all who are called by his name. And we find that you can go and look that up in Ezekiel 34 and then Matthew 10 verse 6 and then verse um, chapter 15, 24 of Matthew as well. In Psalm 79, 13, I know I'm throwing out a lot of scriptures, but y'all just stay with me because we got a lot to cover. In Psalm 79, 13, we also see here that God's people are compared to sheep. It says, 
So we, thy people, and sheep of thy pasture, will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. Psalms 100 and uh, verse 3 says, Know ye that the Lord, he is good. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. 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 (laughs) I got it. (laughs) So why sheep? Why sheep? So I want to share with you some fascinating things about sheep. I thought, hmm, that's interesting. So number one, sheep have no defenses. They have no defense mechanism. Sheep are one of the few animals that do not have a a defense system. They don't growl. They don't bark. They don't bite. They don't have claws. But they're helpless without a shepherd, and so are we. We're helpless without a shepherd, and especially when the enemy comes to attack us. We are helpless. Second uh, Thessalonians 3 and 3 says, But the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. So sheep have no defense system. Sheep have no, no sense of direction. They have no sense of direction at all. They will follow whoever is leading them regardless of how dangerous or foolish it may seem. And like sheep, we're gullible, just like that. We will follow regardless of how dangerous or foolish they may be. Remember in the scripture when Pilate brought Jesus before the people to ask, what should be done with him? What do y'all want me to do with this Jesus? And so, but days before that, Jesus was popular. He was like he was like the man, right? He was a popular teacher who healed, forgave, and taught about God, and the people, they followed him. But then less than a week later, we see in Mark 15, 11, it says, the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. And within a few moments, that same crowd, they had witnessed the miracles of Jesus were saying, Crucify him. Crucify him. And we see that in today's culture. Look at social media. You know, you see high influencers, and I am doing air quotes, okay? Uh, High-profile business gurus, leaders, and preachers. We follow and believe people and over what God says. And so even in today's culture, we're still doing the same thing. So... Sheep have no sense of direction. Number three, sheep drift away. Sheep are prone to wander away from the flock. Isaiah 53 and 6 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned, away, we have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has, set, has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And so a sheep's only chance of survival is with the flock under the care of a competent shepherd. And because sheep become overconfident, rebellious, and distracted, does that sound familiar? They wander away because the grass seems greener on the other side. And then they get distracted and don't notice that they have 
moved away from the, from the rest of the flock. And here's the thing. A lion does not attack the flock. It waits until a solitary lamb wanders too far away from the shepherd, and then he attacks. One of the most famous parables found in Luke 15, 2 through 17, is about the lamb that strayed so far away it became lost. But Jesus, the good shepherd, left the 99 sheep and went in search of that lost lamb. Number four, sheep cannot get up without help. Sometimes sheep will turn over on its back and with their, leg, with their legs up in the air. But if the shepherd does not lift up the sheep and put it back on its feet, the sheep will die. It's completely helpless to the prey around it when it's in disposition. Number five, sheep are emotional and recognize the shepherd's voice. Sheep have a remarkable instinct for following the voice of their shepherd because then because they are emotional animals, they can detect strangers and they will fear a stranger's voice and flee. And since they are emotional, they also have the ability to build friendships with the other sheep and stick and stick up for each other when there's a fight. Okay? Number six, sheep are not meant to carry burdens. Mm. Other animals are good for carrying things, but not sheep. They were not meant to carry heavy loads and would be crushed under a heavy load. And so neither are we. We're not, car- we're not meant to carry our burdens. In fact, we are to give him our heavy loads so he can carry it for us. Psalm 55, 22 says, cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. Number seven, sheep cannot care for themselves when they're wounded. When sheep get a wound or a bite, they cannot care for themselves, whereas other animals, they will lick their wounds until it heals, but not sheep. They need a shepherd to tend to their injuries. Number eight, sheep are valuable. Sheep were treated as a prized possession in Jesus' day. Uh, you You were considered wealthy if you owned large flocks because they provided meat and milk and wool, and they produced offspring. So they were considered valuable. Number nine, sheep were, were the first creatures to witness a sky filled with angels. Fascinating. So as their shepherds heard the good news of Jesus' birth, they were, the sheep were with their shepherds. In Luke 2, 8 and 15, uh, you'll find the story. And God could have sent the news of the newborn king to the palace or the temple, but instead he announced the arrival of the Lamb of God to a full, a field full of sheep. Now, I bet you didn't know all that. I sure didn't. There were a few things I knew about sheep, but I didn't know all of that. So in conclusion, Jesus is often compared to a lamb because he was meek and non-threatening, okay, even in the heavens. 
when the day of the Lord arrives, Jesus is still called the lamb. But in an ironic twist, the one called the lamb pours out his wrath like a lion to destroy all of those who oppose him. You can find that in Revelation 6 and 16, 14, 9 through 11. So when we study the ways sheep are used in teaching, as teaching tools in the Bible, it really helps us to better understand ourselves in relation to our good shepherd. Jesus said in John 10, 11 through 15, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them but not the good shepherd. He says, I lay my life down for the sheep. (sighs) I hope you've been encouraged today. I was trying to get all of that out within those few moments. I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. That is always our prayer. Remember to go to wisdominspired.net to find the links to all the platforms where you can listen to the previous episode. And And lastly, If you would like to know more about our co-working and collaborating community, as Coach Dorsey said, go to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line next time, same time, same place, same station, with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.